0: This is 89.1 WEMU, and I'd like to thank you for joining us on a Monday morning. I'm David Fair, and welcome to this week's edition of Washington All United. Over the past year and a half, we've been fighting our way through the COVID-19 public health crisis. It's also been an economic and financial stressor for all too many, including some of our cherished service agencies. And during the same time, we've come to a place where just maybe... We're taking a hard look at ourselves and will take on the work necessary to eradicate the inequities that those in marginalized communities continue to deal with. Today we're going to take a look at the Chelsea-based St. Louis Center in Washington County, which serves those with some who are intellectually and developmentally disabled. Our guest is Dina Fisher, who is the center's chief operating officer. And Dina, thank you so much for taking time today. Thank you. The St. Louis Center operates with this philosophy that there are no limited persons but rather persons with limits Tell me more about the distinction.
1: Well we like to look at our at the individuals that live with us as being folks that are just the same as any of us are um, with, but their individual barriers might be a little bit more difficult than some of us but rather than looking them at them as a population who is, severely disabled, and can't really be independent at all.
0: The St. Louis Center operates in a campus-based group home model. What exactly does that look like?
1: Well, we have a beautiful campus out here just a little bit west of Chelsea that is bright and sunny and has deer wandering the, the premises, lots of flowers. But on the campus, we have currently six separate homes for folks that have disabilities, adults, ages 18 through I think our oldest resident now is 80. Many of them have been with us for 30 or 40 years since they were very young. And this is their home. We were servicing children until very recently when we chose not to do that anymore, And um, so we are repurposing the children's homes and adding three more adult foster care homes on the campus.
0: In taking a look at how all of these interactions have worked over the decades, how much of the personal and individual growth and progress that residents at the center make can be attributed to the way they find ways to live with and support one another?
1: It's very important that they support each other, and that our staff are there to support them. We have some folks that are very challenged, and then we have some folks that are much more able to do uh, independent living. And the ability for them to have gears with them, it serves a lot of purposes. Not only to support each other, but have friends. We've gotten much more involved in the community in the last four years. So we have a number of uh, residents that are in competitive wage jobs. So we have the WAVE bus that comes and picks them up. They use public transportation just like they would anyplace else. And then we have individuals that need a more supported employment. And so for them, we have access to programs through Washington County Community Mental Health.
0: Once again, this is 891 WEMU, and our Washington All United conversation with Dina Fisher continues. Dina is the Chief Operating Officer of the St. Louis Center, just west of Chelsea. And uh, Dina, as you mentioned, uh, chances are a lot of us have encountered some of your residents in area businesses. When you are looking to help secure and maintain employment, how does that process work in creating the partnerships?
1: Well, it's gotten a lot easier since the pandemic. When they started, of course, for a year, we didn't go anywhere or do anything because it was very important to protect our residents. In January, we started vaccinating our residents. So they are all now vaccinated and they're very eager to work. A lot of the businesses in the community are starting to recognize that this is a workforce that they can tap into. We know that there are worker shortages everywhere, and so we've actually been able to add a number of competitive wage jobs out there in the community simply to fill the need that employees have for reliable staff that are going to be there on time, every day.
0: As you mentioned, uh, feedback from employers and the public alike has been quite strong. There's a work ethic, a desire to please, a great pride in the work performed, and I imagine that these employment partnerships are enhancing not only a resident's quality of life, but the overall quality of life in the community.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. They are well-known in Chelsea in the organizations that they work for. They're very friendly folks. They do great customer service because they love the customers. And so it's actually been a great partnership with a lot of the community organizations that supported us anyway. But now they have a way of supporting us that also benefits them.
0: And you mentioned that these are competitive wage jobs. Uh, fact of the matter is, through the course of history, those with these kinds of challenges have been paid far less As we talk about inequities in our community, is this a gap that is being closed?
1: I think it is a gap that's being closed um, in many instances because as we have more folks working in the community and, and the community gets to see the type of employees they are, they're calling us now to ask us if we have anyone that can work in their business. So that's been great.
0: Washington All United continues on 89 1 WEMU. We're talking with St. Louis Center Chief Operating Officer Dina Fisher. How much did life change for your residents, Dina, when the pandemic shut everything down and everybody was uh, forced to stay right there on campus?
1: Yes, that was really hard. Our residents couldn't go to work, they didn't go to school. You know, Michigan allows individuals up to age 26 with disabilities to go to school. Suddenly, their lives went from being very full and lots of activities, lots of places to go, lots of things to do, to basically sitting and watching TV because we didn't even want to mix our homes together. I mean, Mm -hmm. we have a very large administrative building with a gym in it, and pre- and post-pandemic, they would often gather to play basketball or and do other activities as a whole campus, but we couldn't do that before the vaccinations were done. So it, it was rough. There were a couple of residents whose parents took them home because they felt like they could keep them safer at home. There were others who were able to see their parents for close to six months at the beginning of the pandemic before we worked out all of the covid Safety protocols here at the center.
0: The manner of care and daily scheduling all changed for the employees of the center, too. Did yeah. you uh, suffer much attrition among the nurses and the staffers as many care facilities did during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, it, it was very difficult because we have a number of young moms that work for us. They got very frightened. And the first half of the pandemic, when we didn't have the ability to test, Our staff, anybody that had a headache, was home for 10 days. Right. That was very, very hard. We have offered the vaccine to all of our staff and our residents. They didn't have to go anywhere. We brought the CVS here. So now we are only doing weekly testing on staff that have not been vaccinated.
0: In your years at the Center, Dina, is there one individual or one story that stands out as kind of representative of the successes for those you serve?
1: Well, very recently we had an experience with a young man who was with us when he was a child when we were at school. Then when he finished school, the community mental health agency would not continue to pay for him to be here. So he went into adult AFC but two months ago, he came back to us. Now, when he left us, he was completely independent toileting. He has cerebral palsy in his hands, but mm-hmm. he's able to feed himself and take care of himself. Um, during the 10 years he was gone, he lost all of that ability. Now, we've had him back for a couple of months. We are having a lot of success with toileting him. Um, We've got him involved in some physical therapy, so he's starting to be able to feed himself again. He's Really come leaps and bounds in just the two months that we've had him.
0: I love hearing success stories like that. Now, the St. Louis Center is in its 61st year of existence. What is the vision for the future?
1: The new homes that we are getting ready to open will be independent living homes. We have a full housekeeping staff, a full kitchen staff. But we know that there are individuals that live with us that are perfectly capable of cleaning their own rooms, also in cooking their own meals. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be moving about 15 of the residents towards a more independent living within our village. So they'll still be able to be here with their friends and their families, but they will be held to a higher standard for taking care of themselves.
0: Dina, thank you for sharing your time today and sharing your perspective as well. I appreciate it.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: That is Dina Fisher, Chief Operating Officer for the St. Louis Center, just west of Chelsea. For more information on the work the center is doing with and for those with intellectual and developmental disabilities, visit our website at WEMU.org. Washtenaw United is produced in partnership with the United Way of Washington County, and you hear it every Monday. I'm David Fair, and this is 89.1 WEMU-FM and WEMU-HD1 Ypsilanti.